right, what's going on, guys? And welcome back to the Shifty Q podcast with Alan K. I'm joined by one of my really good friends from my Vegas days, Norman J. Santos. Norman, can you give like a quick, real quick, like 10 second introduction of what you do and what your business is out there in Vegas? Uh, okay, so hey, what's up? My name is Norman, uh, originally from Hawaii. I live in Vegas now. Um, professional poker player for a good chunk of my life. And, but I moved out here to work at a nightclub. And now I work at uh, XS Nightclub and Encore Beach Club. And I'm a nightclub promoter. I still play poker, but um, it's definitely the focus of my career now is uh, promoting. And it will be for the next good chunk of my life. It, it'll be promoting. It will be the main job. So I actually met Norman at the poker table when I lived in Vegas. We kind of battled it out a lot. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say I won the majority of the battles, but I mean, <laughs> I guess that's up for debate. But one of the but one of the more common things between me and Norman at the poker table specifically is not exactly the poker play, but our ability to entrench other people in conversations, be extroverted, connect to a lot of different faces and cultures that happen to be at a Vegas poker table. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that has led to a lot of your success as a promoter now. Now, would you say that a lot of your poker play is kind of translated over into your ability as a promoter? Or what would you say is kind of what's, in my opinion, you're a phenomenal promoter. So I guess what do you think has led you to be where you're at now? Um, yeah, I think that... um. I think that I was always a promoter. I think that I, I, <laughs> I never had love at first sight with a girl, but I've had it with the club. <laughs> like, okay. First time I went to a club, I mean, I was like 17 years old. We snuck in somehow, like, like I knew somebody who knew somebody at the door and it was me and my friend Ridge. And like, we just, like, I just remember being in the club, like, dude, like, why haven't I not been here? Why wasn't I here my my whole life? That's that's what I felt like. <laughs> I was just hooked. I've, okay, so 17 years old, I think from I 17 till 24, uh, that's when I was in Hawaii. I think I missed one day of the, one one weekend of the club. For seven years, you missed was, only one weekend of the club. I was like really sick. That's why. But I, I might have missed a Friday, but I might I might have missed a Saturday, but I never missed a full weekend except one, I think. Like this is how much I love the club. Mm. And and mind you, Hawaii clubs suck compared to Vegas clubs. Yeah, I can I can imagine. But all right, so what do you think is the lure of the club? Like what is it that draws you back to go? For seven years straight, while just only missing one weekend. Okay, so how 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 um how censored are we trying to be, or how PG thirteen are we trying to keep this podcast? Like, I want you to be as honest and raw as possible, my dude. Okay, so I mean, I love everything, every every inch of the club. Okay, I like mm. I like socializing. I like being with my bros. I like meeting new people. I like girls. I like drinking. I like drugs. I like dancing. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Okay, so seventeen years old, I didn't even I, I didn't even drink for like half a year going to the club, and I went to the club every weekend. Okay, half a year, uh, maybe a little less than half a year. I remember the first time I didn't drink yet. I I, I did not even drink alcohol yet. 
Um, the reason was I didn't want to start drinking and driving and I knew that that was going to be like a bad habit. So um, mm. I went to the club and I meet like my friend Ridge, he would drink, I would drive him, pick him up, drop him off, blah, blah, blah. Um, all we did was dance in the club. Like we, we'd meet people, um, you know, we'd dance up on some girls and I was like a big break dancer back then. And oh. I was, I was fucked up. I was looking for, I was looking for trouble. Like I was looking, I was basically like <laughs> the equivalent of a kid who could fight a little bit and who was just looking oh. for people that he can beat up on. That was, that was cause I ha I had no social status in the club back then. I was just some fucking Filipino kid going to the club. So I would dance at the club and I would wait for, you know, like all the Samoan guys or the Hawaiian guys that they only knew how to do like the, the music video dances, you know, like, like the walk it outs and the, you know, like and the <laughs> lean with it, rock with it, you know, and the, and the, and the, and the, and the, the, the lame sea walks. So basically I would do all those little, little dances first. Right. And then, you know, Samoan guys, they're, they're hella fun. You know, they're, 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 they're always like getting in the mix. They always like getting in the circle, but like, they'll want to like kind of battle up on me, you know, then little do they know they're bringing knives to a gunfight. Like I can break dance and then, <laughs> and then I'll just fuck them up. I'll just fuck their shit up. And then sometimes they'd want to fight after. And then me and my friend, we'd have to like, you know, sneak out the club. Like we'd have, we'd have to bounce like, oh yeah, these guys are going to beat us up. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Well, I mean, yeah, like when you can't beat them in the in the in the in a battle, then you just you know to save your save your vanity, right? You're gonna fight this motherfucker, right? I'm I'm at least gonna beat this kid up. I'm like five 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 Filipino kid, you know, no meat on me. Like he's got one homie. I'll fuck this kid, right? Like, <laughs> and try to fight a Samoan dude too. Like fuck yeah, that shit. That like is three of them. Yeah, like four of them. Whatever, you know. Like I mean. Well, Hawaii people Yo, just love are some to fight. big people, man. Hawaii people just love to fight. Generally speaking, already, but um, this was my spot, bro. This is my floor. This is my dance floor. You know, like I'm fucking you guys. <laughs> and I wasn't so, even that good at break dancing. It's just that I would wreck everybody at the club. You would have to be a real b boy to fuck, like you know, like to to bang with me. But then I knew a good chunk of the b boys on the island, and then I'll make sure, you know, that I can act like. I can act like big dog, you know, if, if I'm going to act like big dog, you know, I, I got wrecked one time. Uh, I just like was acting like, you know, like there was nobody, no other B-boys around. And then this, this, this B-boy fucked me up and I'd like, I never forgot it. <laughs> like it was mentally Wait, fucked you up as in like dancing or dancing, yeah, about like I lost, I, he, he like, he embarrassed me on the, on the dance floor. And, um, oh, now, after that, I real well, first of all, I went back in the lab, started breakdancing more, started, you know, getting better. But also, I remembered, <laughs> you got to make sure you are the best guy on the floor before before you start acting like you're the best guy in the club, you know? Like, um, that was my shit for a very long time, you know? So, I didn't even drink, you know? Like, and then I got fired from a job. Um, first time I ever got fired, like, and it was really, like, not my fault it was like a like i requested off it was uh something i had to request off for and i requested off like way in advance and they just wouldn't give it to me like and i said well i have i have to do this this is like uh i have to go to this event like um it was like for school or something like that and then they just like, wouldn't give me the time off so i got fired i'm like okay well fuck you guys i was so mad 
my one of my other friends said, okay, what I, I'm going to pick you up so you can drink. And I'm like, fuck it. All right, let's go. Like, I'm down. And then, and then, then I got drunk every weekend and danced and did all the other stuff that I did. But then we did it with drinking. It was, and it was way more fun after that. The club was so, so much more fun. So, so Norman, as a Hawaiian, local Hawaiian, starts partying, starts clubbing at 17. He's just all you want to do is start B, what's it called? B boy? Is, is that how you call it? Sorry, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not up in the Yeah, you can B boy. Yeah, B boy. Okay, and then you weren't drinking; you were just battling everything out. Then all of a sudden, you started drinking, and that create that creates that new phase. At what point do you sit there, like, man, you know what? I want to go to Las Vegas and do the same kind of shit. Oh, okay. Uh, so I guess I was at the club every weekend. Um, one of my friends he hosted an event for like maybe like one summer. He had his own event, and I was just always gonna be there anyways because I'm going out, and then. Um, he, him and his boss asked me if I wanted to promote the next event. And I said, yeah, of course, I'm, I would love to work here. You know, uh, I would love to work at the club. Um, I, I loved every, I love everything about the club. Like, I don't think anybody loves the club more than I love the club. Like, like, like look at all the cowork, look at all my coworkers, look at all your friends. Like, you know, some people just like girls, some people just want to, you know, all, all your homies, all dudes in the club, like spending time with their bros in the club. All, mm -hmm. every single one of them unless you're a fucking jerk and you're just like a dickhead and you just want to fight people but then you still have your like two bros you'd still want to kick it with but you still just want to fight people you know nate diaz in the club like slapping people you know like whatever you know like yeah. <laughs> he's, he's still having fun with his bros like everybody like boys are boys will be boys and in the club there you know you're always mm -hmm. going to have a good time with your bros you know uh, mm -hmm. regardless of what agenda you're looking for you're looking for fun you're looking to, you know, fight. You're looking to battle people. You're looking to just holler at girls. And some people just want to get right. fucked up, you know? Like, so, right. uh, or, 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 like, a combination of any of those, of, of those options, right? So, I, I, I like everything. I like all the party drugs. I like, I like girls. <laughs> I like talking. I like meeting people. I like socializing. I like talking. I like dancing. Um, I can... Every little, everything that you could do in the club, I like everything. I, I like, I love every part of it, you know? Right. Like, I don't, I don't so know like, anybody in Vegas that loves all of them, you know? Like, so how was that experience for you originally, though? Well, like, kind of, because I feel like the way you're describing it, Hawaii is similar to Vegas in that same kind of, hey, there's music, there's your boys, there's girls, the whole partying atmosphere. But when you move to Vegas, right, I feel like it's a completely brand new world. It's the same entities it's, it's the same club. girls yes. same music same whatever same club mm -hmm. but what do you think is kind of like the the well i guess for you when you started coming to vegas what were like the biggest changes that you saw from like hawaii to vegas biggest biggest immediate um differences besides the fact that the clubs are way bigger way nicer um well that's gonna just be a, like a given the ratio of girls and guys in hawaii mm. It's like three or four dudes to one girl in every, everywhere you go, bar, club, everywhere, everywhere you go, there's oh, always going to be more dudes than girls. And the first time I went to Vegas, I'm 31 now, turning 32 in like two weeks. Um, when we first turned 21, it was a December trip. It was winter time because that's when all of us were, were 21, right? Like that's when everybody in my grade turned 21, right? 
So we that waited until right. December. And we all went to Marquee. We we popped bottles. And, you know, we thought we were balling out. Like, we had our fucking off-the-rack suit from Zara, right? Like, no t- <laughs> We thought we were fresh as fuck. Because right? nobody wears suits in Hawaii. It's hot. It's, you know, like, like so right. we're, we're in Vegas. So we went to Zara. We went to Fashion Show Mall. We bought fucking off-the-rack suits from Zara. You know, like, we're just suited up baggy motherfuckers you know like whatever and we got bottles and i remember being in marquee i'm like holy shit dude there's actually more females in here than girls than guys mm-hmm. it, it was it was like the craziest ratio i've ever seen and now i understand it's because they they have there's so much traffic in vegas they can say no to to guys you know like um mm-hmm. like if, if you're a hot club they can tell it's it's even ratio or better on the guest list and then the only guys that are getting in without girls are paying, you know, mm-hmm. like in Hawaii, there's not enough people that, that we, we were just begging people to come to the, to the club. So, um, yeah, just basically bring whoever, bring everybody. I'll get you guys all in for free. And then the, the club right. makes money from the bar, you know, like, I mean, all, all the clubs mm-hmm. make money from the bar, nightclubs, bars, everybody makes their money at, on, at the bar, but right. So the way you dictate like the ratio of the party is determined by how busy you are and how much traffic you are expected to get. And in, in right. Hawaii, there's just not enough bodies. So mm. like basically we just tell everybody, just pull up. I got you guys. Um, and in Vegas, they can be more selective. They can start saying no, you know, and then it, it can, it can, it goes even one further, like, like places like Miami and New York, where the, where the, the capacity is even smaller. Now they can say, they can start saying no to, not so pretty girls right because Ooh, okay because that, like like vegas capacity we're, we're talking in the thousands right three two thousand four thousand right so there's a lot of space they need to fill so basically if you're a girl on the guest list in vegas you're gonna get in for free now nowadays maybe 10 years ago it was a different story where that with where there were less nightclubs open the line is out the door wrapped around the corner for excess but all that stuff but now with all the nightclubs open if you're a girl on the guest list you're gonna get in for free this is this is not the okay. case in Miami, so I've t- so I'm told because, and I'm pretty sure a big part of this has to do with the capacity. So, like mm-hmm. if if you're if you guys are popping and there's only a 800 person capacity, now you can just say, hey, we're gonna let in the guys that bought bottles, and then we're gonna let in all the right. best looking girls. You know, like that's right. that's how they're gonna that's how they're gonna fill the club. Right. So let's, let's actually take this back here real quickly. Cause right. you were talking about earlier how Hawaii had a three to one guy to girl ratio before yeah. first experience, maybe four to one, right? Let's it's yep. definitely yep. not in favor of men in that dynamic. Right. Yes. And no. in Vegas, it's a way better ratio with regards to women to men. And it definitely favors the guy more. Now yes. in your experience, does that change how people behave in those social settings based off of the scarcity or the lack thereof with regards to women? Hmm. Huh. That's a good, that's a great question. I mean, okay. Yes. There's less girls available in uh, Hawaii. Um, yes, that's true. Oof. I think Vegas is just still a little different though, because with Vegas, it's not a. It's not so much that there's. Vegas is way more hierarchy, like. I think it's. I think it's more 
hierarchy like based because can, can you elaborate on that way? Can you elaborate real quickly on what hierarchy is? Like, you know, how the top dogs get all the girls, right? Like, because um, in Vegas, there's, it's not so much how, okay, I will say this. The more handsome you are has has more weight in Hawaii than it does in Vegas. In Vegas, it's about how cool or popular or rich you are. That's, mm. I would I would, I would 100% agree with that. Like, in Hawaii, but also in Hawaii, it's a little bit younger of a demographic when, when it matters a little bit more to girls how handsome the dude is, you know? And then in Vegas, mm. where's your table? Like, like first, it, mm. the first question is, do you have a table? Oh, don't have a table? He's busto, you know? Like, and then second, I... where's your table? Oh, it's outside. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's in the terrace. It's not in the main room, mm. you know? Like, and then, like, and then it's where your table is, right? And then this is like how, how how much basically like how much respect you're getting from the girl in a way like it's like in a really really shallow way um right and then is it is it backstage is it dj booth like this is the questions that we get annoyed <laughs> it just keeps as a promoter the, the as a promoter right. the question that we get all the time is hey is there any way that you guys can you can get me on stage can you get me backstage how do i get a picture with you know marshmallow i'm like yo that's not me like that's not my department you know like uh, and it really is. I'm not artist relations. So like, I can't just walk on stage anytime I want, you know, like um, right. there, there's, there's departments in Vegas, you know, like there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of moving pieces of the puzzle for the club. Like in Hawaii, the DJ's not the chain smokers, you know? <laughs> right. Like, right. Right. Um, did I answer that question? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, you did. You're, you're saying, yeah, no, just to, just to summarize and make sure we're talking about, I guess there's more of like a status hierarchy that comes with being in Vegas because of all the monetary opportunities, all the other things that does relay status. But because Hawaii is, I guess it seems like it's a more close-knit group. It's about how you look because status really isn't as prevalent in Hawaii as it might be in Vegas. I'm getting that understanding. Yes, I would say, well, also like, I think generally speaking in terms of like the dating scene, um, the younger the girls, the more, the less they care about status and money, you know, like mm-hmm. a girl who's in, you know, a girl who's like 18 to 24, she might care less about how much, how, how developed this guy is in his career versus, yo, is he handsome, tall, you know, confident, all that other stuff. Like the more physical, the more shallow, I guess shallow in different directions. So, I mean, um, I think how guys look is a little more prominent for girls in a in their younger age and then right. but in vegas like swag is swag you know and the swag <laughs> comes from status like like who has all the swag it's like it's the dj booth the dj booth has, that's where all the eyes are all. that's where every that's where all the attention is pointing towards that's where the focus is um mm-hmm. that's the hardest place to get to you know like right so that's, that's you know i got it I got to tell you too, you know, when, when I lived in Vegas, I'm fully on board with you, fully on board because you go to any club, like you walk into excess and you could physically see the hierarchy that you were talking about because you mm-hmm. will see the tables and excess has it, it has its round of tables. There's tables that are inside. There's tables that are outside. Mm-hmm. There are tables right next to the DJ. There are tables that you can barely hear or see the DJ. Mm-hmm. And you're exactly right. The way that people conduct themselves, the way women respond in lieu of that is all it revolved around that hierarchy. 
What I have found um, with regards to that hierarchy sometimes is sometimes that hierarchy and that status, it just kind of resembles who you are to that respective person. And what I mean by that is when I lived in Vegas, right, a lot of her, I don't want to say a lot of where my game came from or what it, what my appeal to is to a lot of girls that didn't live there is, hell, hey, Alan actually knows a lot of these promoters. Alan actually has a plug to get in all these other things. Mm-hmm. So, sure, I might not have had a table, but I for sure can get into any club. I could for sure just drink for free and I could just do all those other things. Mm-hmm. And that in and of itself relate some kind of a status or someone right, and right. that appeal to other women. So you're not, you're not I, a I, baseline GA, right? Like, Right. And I, and I feel especially in Vegas, when you get women that, that go to Vegas, just want to have a good time. If you could show it and you could give them a table experience without having to put down your MasterCard, then it's almost just as prevalent and just as effective mm. as long as you could do that. Right. Depends. But Depends. you kind of Oh, it depends. Oh, please elaborate. Please. Okay, so like, let's say like my good friends, right? They're asking me, "Hey, we want to go to XS. Where where can we get a table? Like, should we get a table? Should we not get a table?" And so I tell them the truth, like, okay, so it's not that you can't pick up girls without a table, and it's not it's not that you can't like get with girls even if you have a bad table. But I will say this: the hottest girls in the club, they're not gonna stay at your table if your table is not that great. You know why? Because they know mm. they can get closer to the DJ booth. They know they can get backstage. If they're an actual 10, at, well, okay. I mean, girls that are not going to get there are still going to try. But like, um, you know, and there, there's a lot of gray area here, right? Like, and this is where it gets sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we get sensitive. This is where, this is where we start. Oh, we, we're going to, let's talk about it. This let's is where talk we start about it. Like, like, but like, I mean, even the, even the sevens are going to try. But the girls that like know that they can they can get to a better table they're going to try and like mm-hmm. so i'm a girl guy at xs so for those of you who don't know what that is who do we want to talk about this on on, on... <laughs> we're gonna talk about everything buddy here okay, we go so there is we'll keep going there is a position in las vegas uh on your on your card it would not say girl guy you would just call them a liaison a host liaison and our job is there's like three of us at XS. There, our job is to identify attractive women, and we put them at a holding table. And then when the guys who spend a lot of money, um, you know, at the club, when they want girls to party with, we bring them girls. So mm. I call it good moral pimping because everybody wins. Um, like right. everybody actually wins. Like, so the guys get to party with the girls that are pretty, the, the guys get to party with the hottest girls in the club. Okay. The girls get free alcohol. They don't pay for anything. They get somewhere to sit. They have a nice view. They get closer to the DJ and, and the girls drink all their alcohol and the club makes more money because the club, they, they have to buy more alcohol. So everybody mm. wins. And we are like, honestly, a very low where we're, we're, we kind of go under the radar like not a lot of people know about this operation but we we actually make the, the club more money you know like like okay by yeah, putting these, those I, two dynamics together well yes by putting these a guys, high group of girls and a big spender yes guy. yes well these guys they're supposed to spend ten thousand if they have the dance floor table okay but like like they signed that already you know like we have to spend ten thousand to hit this table but 
the the difference between them spending 10 and 15 that's on that's that's our job because like these guys are so rich like money's not an issue to these guys like like these guys are like these are like business moguls the um, the guy signing the check like the only thing he cares about is is my nephew having a good time is my son having a good time is my whoever the mm. celebrant is the, the, the guy getting married the birthday boy um is he having a good time and if he's having a good time the hottest girls are at the club they're they're turning up over here with with your table everybody's vibing and they run out of alcohol they're going to be like yeah let's get more okay we're out get get some more bring it out you know but if they're not having a good time oh fuck did we did we spend did we hit our minimum fuck it let's just go to rhinos fuck it let's just go to crazy or let's just go to sapphire like like let's go somewhere else like we'll spend our money somewhere right. else or let's just go gamble like like all they care about is is their celebrant having a good time so if he's having a good time then they're just going to keep spending money like money is not an issue so anybody who's buying dance floor tables in 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 at excess or omnia where where the price point is so high it's not about right. it's not about 10 you know the guys outside $2000 tables when they run out of bottles you know we got to have a group meeting like hey hey uh hey guys so okay so we're out of bottles we got five girls here it's going to be another 300 each you know if we want to get another right. bottle you know we have to, we have to talk about this shit you know like but <laughs> we got we got to look at each other <laughs> it's only one o'clock. you know we, there's a lot of club life left hey i think we should get another right. bottle you know, like ha huh, it's like three o'clock. like ha huh, do we really want to go there like you know like like but but to these guys, the dance floor guys, that's that's not that's not the issue. The issue is, are they having a good time or not? And if the answer is yes, then they're gonna spend more. And then that that ten turns into fifteen. Sometimes it turns into twenty, thirty. Like like, it it really just depends on like if they're having a good time or not. Yes, of course, the server has to yeah. pour. They they pour heavier. Yeah, they make they they, they pour. They get they they up they upsell champagne. This is also a big. That's a big deal because champagne per dollar is like very, very expensive, you know, like, mm. you know, like it, a, a, a bottle of champagne can cost a lot and it only generates like six glasses of champagne, you know? So, um, like your bank for your alcohol wise, champagne is not it, you know? So right. if I, I, I think, go ahead, keep going, keep going real quick. Yeah. Like if, if, um, there's, there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle of who makes more money or like, like why these guys spend so much money, but our job is to bring pretty girls to um, the, the 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 big spenders, okay? Right. And I, I tell I, I tell I my friends. Like, oh, go ahead. Okay, no, no. I I just feel like that's like a microcosm of not just Vegas in its entirety, but how social dynamics work. You got a group of pretty girls, mm -hmm. right? And you got a group of big spenders. Mm -hmm. And let's be realistic here: their sex appeal, the women's sex appeal, is what's driving the men to spend more. Yes, and it's like it. And that's what's so interesting about that. Cause I've been on the other end of that. Like I remember living in San Diego, right. Where it's like, man, it's like one o'clock, but we got these group of girls. They say, you know, one more bottle. And they were going to probably after party and shit like that. Like, fuck it. I'm going to get laid. Let's buy another fucking bottle of this other right, shit. Right. Right. And, right. And I feel like that happens just in Vegas, but that's just more of a dynamic that I wish we kind of would look at just, Hey, that is kind of how a social hierarchy works as at its pinnacle. You have men of power, men of status. Mm -hmm. Then you have women that have all these sex appeal. And that is what we're driving to in today's society. That's what's selling. That's what's getting together. That is where value is being had. And it's interesting that Vegas, 
already sees this well before we've got into these kind of conversations and you've monetized it to down to a science that you're breaking it down into. And so I wish kind of, at least for my listeners and at least for anybody that does listen to this, understand how powerful that is, whether you're a woman, whether you're a man, if you really want to get to a pinnacle of social hierarchy, understand what Norman is talking about right now, because it is broken down to a science and you can monetize it, but that is how much of a science it is that you can monetize it. So yeah, I kind of just, everybody knows sex sells, right? Everybody, everybody knows sex sells. It does. And um, it does. yeah, Vegas, Vegas is just, they, they do it. They do things to make more money, you know, like every, every move, every rule that's, that's put in place, it's to generate the most amount of money. Um, right. Like it's, it's so out of curiosity. Oh yeah. So out of curiosity here with generating more money and things like that. So now we talked about quite possibly the best case scenario, right? You have your dance floor table men that will just spend anything. They don't care as long as their nephew or their son has having a great time. Mm-hmm. You have the group of the dimes that are just like, Hey, on a table. Have you ever experienced a group of girls that <laughs> thought they were dimes, right? Tried to get a table. And you kind of get there like, ah, you guys really aren't dimes or per se. Like, I guess how, A, have you ever handled a situation like that? And B, if you haven't, how would that kind of go with your line of work? This happens every day, every day, every day, multiple times a day. Like this happens all the time. Like, um, and there's levels to it. There's tears. There's tears. Like you want to talk about like comp tables in Vegas. Uh, mm-hmm. so if you're a all, group of all girls, um, they can qualify for a comp. They could qualify for a comp if they're hot enough for lack of a better way of breaking it down. And when right. I don't advertise on my TikTok or social media about girl comps, because most of my groups will not qualify for it. Um, also I can't mm-hmm. get in. It's, this is, this is where it gets real shallow. So like, let's say, a Let's say seven girls, they want to come to Vegas next week. And then they um, they just ask for a guest list. I don't ask. I don't ask anything else. You know, here, I, I put you on the list. You guys are getting for free. Just show up before this time. You'll, you'll be free. Okay. If they ask for a table, a comp table, sometimes I just, if they're not, if they're not like specific, I'll just send them pricing, you know, like, hey, can we get a table? <laughs> like, like, they're, they're like, oh, Diplo, Diplo Friday. Here, like, can we get a table? Boom. Here, starting at twenty five hundred. You know, like, like I'll just, I'll just send them the pricing, right? Wait, this is this is after you, but this is after you've seen what they look like. No, 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 no. I don't know what they look like. They're just texting me. Oh, just oh, just in general. Okay, okay. They're just texting me. Um, then, then, um, you know, like then they'll say, "Oh, is there any we can get like a comp table?" Okay, so when they bring it up now, now. Now I'll talk about it, okay? Because I'm not gonna talk. About, I'm not gonna bring it up first. They're asking for a comp table. This is the exact sent. This is the exact text message that I send back. Okay, for comp tables, this is gonna sound mad shallow, but for girl comps at certain events or venues, I need manager picture approval. And then, like, they go, "Oh, that is real shallow." And if they don't send pics, then you know what that means. Um, 
Right? <laughs> they know. <laughs> and, and then, I don't think that's shallow, though. Like, I don't think that's well, shallow it's, at all. It's 100% shallow. It's 100% shallow. But like, Why, though? That's, but that's the well, reality of the world, right? No, no, no. Like, right, so, for right. example, like, for example, Norbert, let me just, just hear me out, right? Huh? If you and I tried to go trial for the Los Angeles Lakers tomorrow, and hey, you guys are too short, you guys are too slow, is that shallow? No, we just physically don't meet the requirements to fulfill that role. Now, you're yeah, in the it's... entertainment capital of the world. You're in a setting that has already where sex sells as a premium. We just talked about this. Like, if you, yeah, you might be a dime in Kansas, but you're in Las Vegas where you're put against all of the women in the world. And right, if you think right. in some the dynamic. NBA, that NBA, you, right. Yo, you are in the league, right? Yeah. And now all of a sudden you think you should be getting free throws and free layups and get the LeBron treatment when you haven't done right. anything? Like, right, I, I right. honestly, well, look, that's the reality of it, right? That oh, is. This is the reality of it. But when we talk about, you know, like pretty and hot and ugly, it's sensitive, right? So this is why. Um, and some, oh, some promoters beat around the bush. Some promoters beat around the bush. Like they just say like, oh, let me get your Instagram. And then they go from there. I don't do that. I tell the truth. You know why? Because now there's no gray area. Okay. Like I have to tell the truth. And I only tell the truth. If they ask for the comp table, because this is how it is. That's how it goes. Mm -hmm. um, the problem with getting the Instagrams is like, let's say you, let's say you met these girls, right? You, you met them on the strip. Mm -hmm. You met them in, in person one time. They look good. Their group looks good. Then you offer them a table, but you didn't really break it down to this. You never said this, right? You never mm -hmm. told them how it goes. Next time they come to Vegas, now they brought a dude. Or next time they've come to Vegas, it's a different crew, you know? And now they don't get the table. Now you're fucked up because, oh, yeah, like he screwed us over last time we got a table and this time we didn't. But if you just are up front right here, right now, now we squash all the, like, you know, confusion. And then they get it off the bat now. Like, hey, this is how it goes. Like, if you guys want a comp table, then you guys, you're going to have to send some pictures. Like, uh, yes, of course, there's some... There's some events you don't need you don't need pictures like EBC night, EBC night like you got you got seven girls yeah like we we'll get you guys we we'll get you guys a table, um, mm. like the better the club, the then they're gonna need picks and there's bet the better the club, they will say no, like that's that's how it goes like you know like you you can probably get it, and like like what you said like yeah you could be a dime in you know, the middle of nowhere Kansas. And you could be a hard, hard stuck seven in Vegas, no half point. Like that's just right. That's how it goes. And but the, the tricky thing about like the number scale is like, you know, like there's no true, you know, like there's no, there's no like there's no there's no there's no scale walking around, but there's no numbers walking around on the heads, you know. But like in Vegas, your 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 number is true. Like your your yeah. your number your number is true in Vegas. It's, it's well, tough. Just, just like, right. No, no, it is a tougher game, but it's a tougher game for men overall as a general whole too, because I mean, because money is bigger me, here too. Money on top of that and status really matters. Cause I mean, all right. So I had a, I had a kind of a similar setting with regards to club and experiences. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I first got divorced in New Mexico. That's when I started going out. 
obviously New Mexico was not a big place at all, but you kind of learn the social behaviors, how to get in with the crowd. You understand the dynamic of the club. Then I moved to San Diego, gas lamp, right? Where it's still, it's a lot more open, a little bit more tourist, but it's still kind of a local spot. Mm-hmm. When I moved to Vegas, right? I a, immediately knew I needed to network. B, I found out I needed to make way more fucking money than what yeah. the fuck I'm doing if I want to have any status. Mm-hmm. And but then B, I kind of also realized if you work your way in a different ways, like sure, you might need a thousand dollars to do this event, but you get in with the right people and it'll only cost you a couple hundred dollars instead. Mm-hmm. And so certain experiences that do require a little bit more more money, you can get away with networking and being who you are. But I mean, with regards to like, you know. Vegas pool parties, everybody's fucking ripped. That's a local Vegas anything. So like yes. had to get on fitness. Yes. You like you're saying the monetary everything. You like yes. Yeah. There's so much more as a man, in my opinion, that you have to build yourself up to be something in Vegas. And that's kind of why I don't view when you tell women that they're not good looking up, I don't think it's shallow because at the end of the day, men like, Hey dude, you don't have enough pool. You don't, you don't make enough money. You don't do enough of this, this and this. Well, and I think it's still shallow. It's just, it's just, we're not lying. I mean, it's, it's just the truth, you know? Oh, I say, say it's it's definitely shallow, but it's, it's, it's just the truth. It's the, it's the ugly truth. It's the truth. No one likes to hear. Yeah. I I Vegas is honestly just real life with no filters. That's how that's that's Vegas. Like who wins Mm. in who wins in life? Beautiful women and rich and powerful guys. That that's Mm. that's that's who wins in life. Okay, that's who's at the top of the hierarchy, right? Like those are the guys. Whatever you're looking for as a guy, it's at the top of the game. Whether you're looking for status, uh, money, or women, like. Or, or a combination of all three, you know, it could just be one, it could be two, it could be all three, whatever, whatever you're looking for, it's at the top. Okay. And like, you got to get to the top if you want more of one of them or all of them, whatever, you know, like got to climb, you got to, you got to get good, you know, and mm-hmm. um, Vegas is just that with no filter, you know, like people like that, that's who wins in life, like beautiful women right. and rich and powerful men. Like these are the people who win in life, and yeah. Vegas is just that, where no one—it's—it's it's just a little bit more, more accepted to say it out loud, you know. Like nobody, nobody likes to call women not hot enough, not pretty enough, you know. But in yeah. Vegas, like, yeah. like you're gonna get denied a table, you know, like or get kicked off a table. Right. And it, I, it, I, I wonder mean, if it hurt even more in Miami. You don't even get in. Like, damn, like. Yeah, I see. I don't know anything about Miami, New York, but I mean, my experience of learning exactly what you're talking about, that hierarchy, men with men that are filthy rich of status, women that are beautiful, kind of have their way in anything is more prevalent in Vegas. And I think it's way more honest and truth because what those exact dynamics that you're talking about translate directly into money. And whereas like if you're local San Diego, like you're kind of local and the people are local. So like you kind of have to have a little bit more of a of a of a better relationship with people mm-hmm. and so it doesn't behoove you to cut out off like no you don't make enough like bam but vegas you have so much in and out of traffic and so many people traveling in and out of the world mm-hmm. that you can be like hey bam you're not going to come back here for eight months so i don't give a fuck i can tell you no you know because you don't have enough money or you don't have enough looks um but 
I'll tell you, man, I learned so much in that time of like seeing like, wait, why is this girl that's with me going to that? Oh, because that guy's in the NBA. That's why he's got a table. And he's like, or can't he's be, backstage. can't compete against that. Backstage, right. Like, oh, he's, he's backstage, right. Like that's, that's, right. that's how it goes. Like if your table, this is what I tell my friends. Like, okay, like uh, I have some friends from Hawaii. They, they come at, they have money, but they don't have stupid money, you know? And they want to get a table. I tell them like, hey, if you get a table outside, I can bring you girls. I can't promise they're going to stay. And the hotter they are, <laughs> and the hotter they are, the hotter the girls are. The the like no, the likeliness of them staying drops. You know, like, mm-hmm. like that, that's just how it goes. Like, like it, it's it's really fucked up. But this is this is how this is how ugly it is. This is how this is how shallow it is. This like, is how you know, shallow it is. <laughs> you know, the, the sixes and seven, the sixes, the, the fives and sixes are going to be at the two thousand dollar tables. And then as you go up, you know, like it just, it just, <laughs> just that's what it but is. it's so true. It's if just put, the reality. If of I it. put the hottest girls at a two thousand dollar table outside, outside of the main room at excess, it'll it'll be even if the guys are really really cool, charming, and like you know, they're not they're not staying there all night. They're just not, you know, like like mm. they're, they're they they want to go they want to go as close as as close as they can get to the DJ. Like that's, that's how it, that's how it is. You bring up a really great social behavior that I think that's starting to become more mainstream that we're noticing, which is hypergamy. Are you, you're familiar with hypergamy, right? Right. So for my listeners real quickly, because this, (laughs) oh my God, I cannot, like, no, no, because we need to talk about this. And, 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 you know, for me, when I talk about a lot about men's health, men's social health, men's everything, a lot of it can be learned based off of social dynamics, like the Vegas club. And you're, you're talking about it. Exactly. We're talking about hypergamy. If you're hypergamy, right. So hypergamy guys, for you guys don't know, it's how do I, how do I describe this? So what was described to me and what I like to say is that so years ago, you know, it talked about the evolution of human beings, right? When tribes would take over other tribes, the men would battle all the men. And the only way that the women would be able to survive off the tribe that just lost is by pre- reproducing and attaching themselves to the newer tribe that just took over. So years and years of this kind of behavior of constantly driving to a higher power for survival. Now we women are have this little inert behavior conditioning to constantly look for a better source of security and the way that is shown is exactly what you're talking about when a woman usually can feel that they can socially do better based off of where they're at they're naturally going to get curious and they're naturally going to gravitate towards that better person now i'm not saying it always exists attracted to right right and that's why if you see in certain social settings, you'll see exactly what you're talking about where, yeah, the group of hotter girls, it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. And now mind you, you might got that one or girl that one or two girls that will stick behind for that one or two guys, Mm -hmm. but the group as a whole, you'll see it. I used to see this in San Diego until I saw this in Vegas all the time. Hell, yes. some of the comp models I got from you and everything, I would see it just girls like, Hey, I'm going to go by the DJ booth. Like, yeah, yep. That's... That beats me. I don't have that money. Like it'd be, it'd be good for you. Or, or, <laughs> like... or, or, or status, you know, that's the DJ booth, you know, like, like, um, I think guys have to understand that. Like you can't really get, I, I mean, I guess you can get butthurt, but you just have to, you, you don't hate the player, hate the game, you know, like don't hate the player. Like, the like, Yes. that's 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 the chain smokers bro like 
you you think they came here to party with you? They came here to party with the Chainsmokers. If they had the opportunity to, right? Like they're gonna go to the after party, you know? Like, right? Like, right? That's, yeah, that's what it is, you know? Like, yeah, maybe they'll see you tomorrow, you know? <laughs> like, right? Um, I I remember, dude. I remember speaking of which. I remember being in excess, and I went to one of uh, Diplo's after parties. Um, and so I guess I was at the win and it was, uh, it was fucking hilarious because there is like probably 20 girls that are all brought back here. Right. right? Every single one of them were told you're going to meet Diplo and you might have a chance to hook up with them. None of them saw him, but it's funny how all of them left everything that they were at for the potential to even just hang out with Diplo. Yes. And it's exactly what you're saying. Like if you're a regular ass dude, and yeah, sure, you might you might even have that ten thousand dollar dance floor table. But if this girl has an opportunity to have be with someone that's at a yeah. higher status it's in that social setting, club. it's not the highest of the club. Ex- yeah. Right, they are going to take it. The They're going to run the with highest, it. And, yeah, the highest swag in the club is the DJ. So, like, right, and and it's just the same thing for us as men. Let's say we have the we are the top tier status in the club. We're not going to settle on sixes and sevens. We're going to go for the top notch that's in right. the club. So right. at some point or another, like you're saying, do not hate the player, hate the game, but use that to your advantage in understanding how you need to level up as a man in my exactly. opinion. That's that's I mean that's uh I mean that's that's red pill that's red pill thinking, you know. <laughs> Oh God, let's not get into the red pill, blue I mean, pill kind of shit. But it, yes, it means get good. It means get good, right? Like we it can, does. It we does. Can, we can we can acknowledge it. We can not acknowledge it and just you know get you know just play how you want to play, or we can realize the truths and we can play accordingly. You know, like and and do better for yourself. You know, like right. Don't hate the player, hate the game, man. Like get good, <laughs> get good. Get get good at yeah. get good at your game. You know, climb climb your game. Whatever 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 game that is. You know, like look right. at all the DJs that we don't know about. You know, like these, there's a lot of DJs we don't know about. You know, we only know about the top hundred. You know, and in Vegas is like a circulation of like top thirty, right? Like, and all the money is at the top. You know, like everything is at the top. Like right, that's, <laughs> that's hierarchy. Right. So let's let's get out of the social thing. Let's at least talk about at least for the people that aren't dimes, the people that aren't getting ten thousand dollar dance floors. So let's say Norman, I'm hitting you up. I am going to Vegas for the first time. I'm just okay. a regular seven or a regular six. Uh, what are some events that you highly recommend that you would say get prepared for? Where would you recommend staying? Kind of like a synopsis, like real quick. What would you recommend for Vegas events when you show up to Vegas? Okay, so I always recommend Excess and Omnia for nightclubs. And I don't work at Omnia. So this mm. is like a true recommendation. And I always tell people this as well. Like, I don't work there because I'm not saying they're the best because I work there. I actually work there because they're the best. Like, Excess Encore Beach Club is the best pool party in Las Vegas. That's that's That one's non-debatable. Okay, like, right. day clubs, it's Encore Beach Club and then Tau Beach. And if you want hip-hop, mm. it's Dre's. Day and night. Dre's is the best hip-hop mm. club straight up. So the, that's actually all you really need to know. Yes, of course, if you're like a, a big Dom Dalla fan, if you're a big like, like you know, Poly D fan, then like it really doesn't matter where they're playing. You're going to go see them. You know, if you want to see Zed, you want to see Tiesto, great, awesome DJs, you gotta, you're going to go see them. G-Eazy, Jack Harlow, like they play at Zook, you know, like, 
Like, if you want to see that artist, there's no stopping. Like, there's there's nothing that's going to stop you from wanting to see that artist. Go see that artist, you know. But in terms of venues, Excess and Omnia, th- those are the best nightclubs in, La- in Las Vegas. And then day clubs, it's Encore Beach Club, then Tao Beach. And if you want hip hop, it's Dre's. These are just like the strongest recommendations for venues. Where to stay? I think Cosmo is a very, very good uh, hotel. Uh, very central. Really good restaurants. Not the greatest mm-hmm. nightclub or day club anymore. Um, maybe not even close. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't actually. Don't even recommend Marquee Day or Night now, unless you want to see specifically. DJ Mustard, Pauly D, and if yeah, I guess like if you're like a like a Dom Dalla fan, you know, like or Dioro, they play there sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. But also probably the nicest hotel city view is from the Cosmo overlooking the Bellagio fountains. That angle. That is a fact. Probably the greatest city view from the hotel, uh, like window, and really good location. You could walk. You could check out the Blasio Gardens, Planet Hollywood, Miracle Mile. Like you're very central on the Strip. Um, mm-hmm. Great restaurants, great atmosphere. Cosmo, great energy. You know, like when you when you look at a Las Vegas commercial on, on on like on TV, you think of like someone. You might think of Alan in one of his colorful outfit suits combos, like not the suit suit, <laughs> like mix and match the mix and match. You know, maybe with a T-shirt on the on the bottom, uh, a jacket with different colored pants, drinking a fancy cocktail in one hand, maybe with the loafers, maybe with sneakers. You know, like you think of this is this is the energy you think of of of, of Las Vegas. You know, somebody middle aged with a little bit of money, like like, and and they just look better. You know, like they dress better. Like like that's 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 the the how how Vegas. The commercials that you know like the vegas brand commercial like depicts that's cosmo right you know like i i really think yeah. no one lands it better than Cosmo. i mean you could you could try to say the win but the win is actually just a little bit higher tiered for you know like like it's not a true representation of vegas you know like this is like it's a little it's a little bougier you know like it's, it's very expensive you know so it is very expensive and it's a little bit expensive. further down the strip as well. North, so yes, it's but, not as central, but that could change as that side of the strip is going to be more developed. Like now with resorts world open, um, that's true. And then like fountain blue. So let, let's just say, you know, next year fountain blue opens, they're going to put like a 11 there or whatever, uh, the Miami club. So now you're going to have oh, I didn't know that. three, three big clubs on the north north side of the strip you know so mm. now the central might you might have two centrals now you know like I you might have central there. and then you might just have like you know like there's there might be a lot of action on that side of the strip and it might balance out right. we, we don't know yet but yes like i agree it is still on the north side of the strip um but that yeah that matters the, the central matters i think in terms of walking a little bit right you want to walk People want to walk. walking. You want to you want right. to walk in the day part uh like 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 on a Friday day. You should walk around. Also, another recommendation: sure. do not miss Saturday Day Club for anything. If you came to Vegas to party, that is your most valuable time slot of the weekend. But not even close. You have two strong nights, Friday and Saturday night, but you only have one strong day club event time slot. 
Saturday date. If you're, you if you're real quickly, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go, no, keep going. Keep going. Cause I'm going to add on to this real quick. You are beautiful, good looking guys or girls. And you're just walking around on the strip on a Saturday day. You're fucking up. Like, like, you, like you, <laughs> you, you, yeah. Like you have not been to Vegas yet. Like, or you never been to a day club yet. You don't know what you're missing. That's why. Right. And so I wanted, what I really wanted to emphasize is, well, first of all, let me, let me do two things. First off for my listeners, Norman is a very honest promoter. He would never promote anything that he doesn't honestly believe in. So when he's talking about these recommendations, this is why Norman's one of my boys. I trust him. He's a very honest and integral person. And that's exactly why I wanted him to make a recommendation because he is talking about things, even things that he doesn't even promote for in the same yeah. dynamic. Praise Omnia. Another, yeah. Right, right, exactly. And now number two, what I wanted to bring about is a social hierarchy again, especially when it comes to the day club. Because in, in the day club, what I love about it is a hierarchy presents itself differently. The hierarchy isn't about tables so much. It's not about so much of your social status. What I have seen, especially with Encore Beach Club, and I've experienced this, Norman, you knew me when I was fat and you knew me when I've competed. I've seen it where now when you're ripped at the fucking at the day club, when you're that guy with that dude, with that look, that is your hierarchy. And that is where you supersede the normal crowd. And I experienced it firsthand because I've been in day clubs when I was a local and I wasn't ripped. Mm-hmm. And I went to it when I was ripped after I got done competing. The energy it is, the, 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 it the, is night and day, bro. Like it is night. No, 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 no. The hierarchy is still, the hierarchy is still a thing. Um, because the DJ is still the DJ. So, but your attention is sure. Your attention your attention is going to be yeah, basically in a very open setting like Encore Beach Club, um there are certain venues where it doesn't really like like it doesn't really favor the GA crowd. Like I would say like Tau Beach, uh mm-hmm. I would say like Wet Republic. Um but like at Encore Beach Club even, I use fine. Like you could walk around, you could roam around, you know. But Encore Beach Club is so open. Like you can kind of just be in the middle, and you can you you know you could be vibing with a girl, like, and she doesn't really care where your table is, you know, until exactly. until you gotta wait in line for a drink. <laughs> it's a- <laughs> until you gotta wait in line for a drink, um, or until the DJ gets on, and now they're 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 trying to get to the DJ. Uh, they're trying to get backstage because I got you. Don't, it. Don't matter how handsome the dude is, he's not gonna be more handsome or more appealing than the dj when the dj gets on that's just almost never i I feel i feel like after this podcast we're we have created a promotion of middle class dudes hooking up with fives and fours in vegas (laughs) like because why would i go for the sevens if they're gonna just go for the dj instead like no 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 seven (laughs) the seven the sevens the sevens might stay but the nines and tens they're gonna go to dj booth and yeah, I mean, mind you, guys like me don't help that because sometimes we need girls for like you know big spenders. Sometimes we need hot girls for like, like you know like I mean certain DJs want like tall tall blondes, you know like like tall hot blondes. Like and if if I know that this group of guys came in at their table, you know like it was their table, like they didn't show up with any girls, and now I see like these group of girls that are talking at their table. I know that they didn't come together, right? I'll tell them, hey, hey, how many of you girls are there? They're gonna tell you well, it was five girls. Sometimes they'll tell you five girls, five guys. I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell them, hey, if it's just the girls, I can bring you guys backstage. They'll be like, 
Okay. Jeez, so so ruthless, but you're right. Oh, it just oh, it sometimes works. hey, like we we got a job to we got a job to do, you know, like and and like wow. and like like okay, let's 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 look at the club's angle on it. What's more important, this two thousand dollar table or this twenty thousand dollar table? This twenty five thousand right. table. What's more important, Calvin Harris or like 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 Calvin Harris being happy or this two thousand dollar table outside, you know, like right, right, like we we really got to make that decision like that. And and you say backstage, they'll listen. They will they will leave, <laughs> they will leave their boyfriends. They will leave their boyfriends. They will leave their mm. other friends, the friends that aren't like hot enough. They will do this. A lot of them will. Wow. It's Vegas is ruthless. It's savage. It's it, it gets savage. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying all y'all girls would do this. Most of y'all will though. I would like most but of them. I, yo, hide your kids, hide your wife. They're taking everybody out here. That's all Michael I'm B. saying. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks ago, Michael B. Jordan was backstage at XS. Like, like, and you know, we needed girls. There was not enough girls around. Like, we split groups up. Like, like, yo, like who doesn't hey, want to right? Who doesn't want to hang out with Michael B. Jordan, right? Like, Michael Jordan's gonna be backstage. Like, you want to be backstage? Michael B. Jordan's gonna be backstage. Like, you know, like. Like, Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, babe. <laughs> man, oh, man. Well, guys, uh, I hope you guys learned something from this podcast. Norman, I really appreciate you being on this thing. But um, we're going to have way more conversations about this because, uh, again, like like we talked about earlier, it, it is a very upfront reality of the way that the world works, especially when it comes to hierarchies. And I like to think of Vegas um, it's, it's the real life, just no filter. It's, it's, it's the real world without the filter. Ooh. All right. All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add on to this Norman? Is there anything you, Oh, social media handles. If they need to get a hold of you, what would they need to, how would they able to reach you? Like where, uh, on you Instagram go? and TikTok, it's uh Norman J underscore Las Vegas. All right. All right. Well, my, guys, hope my you guys enjoyed. Might get banned. So now it, my second account is Norman J's underscore Vegas. And, and honestly, if you guys need to get a hold of Norman, you can also DM me as well on Instagram, chitiku.podcast. I'll be more than happy to send you to Norman's way. But all right, Norman, I really appreciate your time on here. And uh, 